Hello and welcome back to the Mustang Sports Feed. This is Dr. Bob Dixon and as always I am joined by Mason Nesbitt, my partner and the Sports Information Director for the University. Mason, welcome back. Thank you for having me, Bob. Uh, always a pleasure to, uh, to jump on the podcast with you. Yeah, we've got we've got uh, a, a good episode in store. We're taking a a short break from our all decade, but we have a good reason uh, for that. We have a special guest. I'll I'll just tease it and leave it there for now. Uh, but before we get into that, we have, of course, our spotlight spotlight. Excuse me, athlete of the week. Yeah, Bob, our Spotlight Athlete of the Week, as always, is brought to you by some of our food sponsors. It's been a difficult time for the restaurant industry, but these partners remain open for pickup. And that's Jersey Mike Subs, Chick-fil-A, Jimmy Dean's on Lions, Presto Pasta, and Firehouse Subs. This week's Spotlight Athlete is women's volleyball incoming freshman Emma Kunkel. And the reason I chose Emma is because I was encouraged by what she had to say as far as what she's looking forward to about coming to Masters. Kunkel, five foot eleven, opposite hitter, said, I'm excited to be part of the volleyball team, to make some amazing lifelong friendships, to be mentored by some amazing people and taught by an incredible staff and godly professors. I hope to grow in my personal walk with the Lord and to work hard for God's glory with this amazing opportunity I have here. And I also thought it was appropriate, Bob, to to start the show by highlighting somebody who's at the beginning of her journey at Masters as we prepare to interview somebody at the other end of the spectrum, who's about to embark on a professional basketball career. Tim Suarez is a three-time NAIA All-American, a three-time GSAC Defensive Player of the Year. He's one of the best big men in program history, and he's about to leave for Turkey, where he'll play in the country's second division, becoming the 26th former Mustang to go pro. Well, Tim, life comes at you fast. You get married in the spring the former Masters women's basketball player Hannah Farrar, and now you've signed to play for Samsung in Turkey. Has it sunk in that you're a married man and a professional basketball player? Uh, yeah, it's very interesting. I don't think either of those sunk in. Um, Hannah just left me to go hang out with her, her mom for a couple months before she meets me over in Turkey, so it's very interesting. <laughs> Now we have to start, Tim, with uh, with the real hard hitting questions here. Obviously, you and Hannah were both at, at Masters, but is there kind of a, a story as far as how you guys met or started dating? Um, well, when we first got to school, a couple months in, there was uh, five freshman guys and five freshman girls on the basketball team, and that was kind of just the group that started hanging out. Um, included. Uh, Hannah Ostrom, Hannah Driftlin, Noah Peterson, Travis Yenner, um, Hansel was in that group, uh, Michael Taylor, Sabrina Thompson. So, I mean, there was just a lot of people that were used to hang out with, and eventually it just blossomed into a friendship, and uh, and I kept taking it a step further. So that's kind of how we kind of started to, to get to know each other. And so now you guys will move to Turkey as a married couple, uh, Tim, from a basketball perspective, what, what do you expect when you get to Turkey as far as style of play, level of competition? What, what are you heading into? Um, I've heard a lot of good things about Turkey basketball here. They're very competitive over there. They like their basketball. So, I mean, I expect this to be uh, a little above the, the NAI. I think uh, players will be a lot better, a lot stronger. Um, some of them are a little older. So uh, I'm going to have to come in and 
saying a lot. So I've, I've heard only good things about it. So I'm, I'm very excited. So let's rewind a little bit. I'm sure a lot of our listeners are aware that you have two sisters playing basketball at Masters, Stephanie, the six foot six reigning NAI National Player of the Year, and Jessica, who's six three, is an important part of the Mustangs rotation. It's a basketball family if there ever was one, uh, but it doesn't stop there. Your dad, Rosario, played basketball at Masters. Your mom, Susan, played at the University of Texas. Uh, what role did uh, Rosario and, and Susan play in, in stilling, in instilling a love uh, for basketball on you guys? Um, I think from the beginning, it's just always something we've done as a family. Um, uh, my mom, obviously, she played at the high, you know, highest level, and she learned everything she learned. Um, I think her main thing was ever since she started playing basketball, which was only in seventh grade, she, you know, my grandpa telling me stories of her being outside in Washington cold weather and the rain and, and always working on her shot or always doing something outside. It's just that work ethic of, of always, you know, trying to do your best and, and being, and then being the best. Um, and then also on my dad's side, I mean, came to the U.S., um, didn't know any English and, just for him to be able to, to come here and play and then also instill that in us and all his hard work that he's done. I think they've just been two super great models for me and my brothers just to be able to have somebody to look back on and say, you know, to ask for advice and, you know, and uh, all the things that they've done for us to be able to put us in these uh, spots. So I think very thankful for all that. And Tim, your, your parents are missionaries in Brazil, so you, you grew up hearing the gospel, but what's your personal testimony as far as, as placing your faith in Jesus Christ? Uh, for me, growing up, I was always around uh, basketball groups that came to the to Brazil and uh, always listening to what they had to say about the gospel. I think, for me, the biggest change um, in my life was uh, after I went to high school, uh, deciding whether or not I was going to go Division One or play at Masters, because that was, that was my first option. I had a couple uh, Division One offers, but uh, deep down I knew, I think Christ really impacted me, and um, he, he kind of pushed me in this direction, I would say. Um, I think because of that, I, I was able to grow um, more in, in the Word, and and get to know him better because of this uh, decision. I think some, some people get caught up in the Division One, um, and you know, going for the biggest thing and, and, and forgetting about what's more important for them. You know, you know. And I think for me, realizing that um, Christ really impacted me. Um, so I think just all the things learning about growing once I was growing up and into college, I think helped me um, really focus all my energy and, and, and understand the real reason of why I do things. So I think growing up was kind of in and out, didn't know really why I was doing it, but after coming to Masters and being here for four years, it's really helped me focus and realize why I do things and to know that now I do everything for Christ's glory. And uh, that's the real reason why I want to play basketball. So I think that's kind of my testimony and how I came 
came from a Christian home, but in the end, we have to make our own decision. And I think being here for four years helped me solidify that. And I'm very thankful for all that. What maybe were some some experiences, you know, either in the classroom or um, outside the classroom and during your time at Masters that, that kind of did help you solidify, you know, hey, this is this is what I believe. It's not just what, you know, my parents taught me growing up. Uh-huh. Uh, I think a lot of it was the, the friendships I created. Uh, some of my best friends um, just encouraging each other in the faith. A couple of them are married now. So it's just it's great to see that we're able to help each other keep growing. Um, I think in the classroom, I think the professors just did a great job of living by example. Um, I know, I know Professor Horner, I had him for a couple of my classes. And, and just to think that a guy, I would say he's the smartest guy I've, I've ever met. I mean, we went over my first, my first semester at Masters. Uh, we walked in, I walked into the class, met Mr. Horner, and we went over this, oh, or it was a, essay written, I don't forget about who, but we went over it about 10, 10 different classes. We went over the same thing. And every time we started learning new things and different things, just a guy and his testimony and how he, he still keeps sharing the gospel and how the gospel changed him, I think it just it's kind of kept pointing me in the right direction. Like, there's people all around here that, you know, love Christ and this is the real reason why they're here. And I think that just kept impacting me uh, very deeply. And then also on the court, I think Coach Starr did a great job of, you know, helping me realize why we why we play. And I think that's something that my dad has taught me ever growing up and being here. That kind of solidified that. So. And Tim, I, I know you and, and some of the other guys on the basketball team had the opportunity to, to spend kind of some discipleship time with campus pastor Harry Walls. What what those sessions look like and, and what maybe did you take away from that? Uh, very simple sessions. I mean, Harry Walls is a very, very, uh, very smart man, but thank goodness he was uh, very kind to us and, and explaining things on our level. Um, he's just very, I think he's, he's a great guy to talk to. He's very easy to talk to, so that makes it easier for him to share um, his thoughts. And he's a very experienced man. Um, so just everything he said was out of love and out of, you know, and him having a, a, a college background, sports background, too, was very, very exciting, too, because of all his stories and his testimony alone was, was amazing. So I think every time we, we were able to hang out with him, um, we definitely learned something new. I, I definitely did. Um, and a couple of the other guys that were with me, I know, did, too. So it was very thankful for that time we were able to spend very well. In four years, Tim, you guys win 107 games, three GSEC tournament titles, two GSEC regular season titles. In, in all of that, is there a game or a moment that stands out? Um, I think a couple of games stand out. Um, definitely all the West Long games we played, those were our rivals, and you know those are very exciting games to play and be a part of. Um, I think the last the last game we had at Westmont, um, where Daryl hit the game winning shot, that was a that was a pretty good game. Um it just down to the wire and 
I knew he was going to make that layup, so I got I got a front row seat to watching that. So that was that was really exciting. Um, and then I also think uh, another game was uh, during my sophomore year, I believe, uh, when we won the conference. Uh, my freshman year when we won the conference tournament for the first time. Um, that was that was exciting. Our our team, you know, had come back. That was a whole brand new brand new season with uh, brand new teammates and brand new coaches and that was that was an exciting game as well. Um, so those were probably my top top games. And Tim, for those those of us who haven't experienced what that it's like what what is it like inside the MacArthur Center when you know Westmont's there on a Saturday night and, and both sides of the bleachers are are packed out and it's loud and, and there you are out there in, in the middle of it all. What what's it like playing in an in an environment? Our games are usually are usually full, so that that energy just it excites you to play. Um it's it's easy it's easier for us for me, um and my teammates I would say probably to play. I mean, it makes it harder for the other team because they're not used to how loud it is in there. So communication and the coaches talking to their team, it's, it's a lot harder for them. So it's, it's definitely an advantage for the Masters, and it's definitely somebody, something that, yeah, it's, you can't replicate. So it's very exciting, and it, it's the energy boost is amazing when it comes down to the wire as well. So What... um. I guess in what ways do you maybe feel like playing playing basketball here prepared you to to play professional basketball? Um, I think the four years of experience I was able to play all those four years and um, and I played under you know some great coaches um, and then also I think a lot of the players I mean Hansel is a guy that you know he. He's already been on the Columbia national team and he's still playing overseas. Um, and Brock Gardner also transferring from a Division One uh, Liberty University. And then some of the other guys like Lawrence Russell and Reed Shaxper. I think those guys all impacted um, and helped just develop my basketball skills. And also just all the connections uh, here at Masters. I mean, when you start talking about the guys that hung out with in the summers, like Mike, Michael Pemberty, Andy Thompson, um, uh, uh, James Mosley, just all these guys that have played real basketball and understand the game. I mean, Mike Pemberty now is a coach for the Lakers, and I spent uh, a whole summer with him, and that's when I was able to go from just a normal big to a, a big that could shoot threes and, you know, expand my game. So I think that's another thing, just all the people. And then you have also Ryan Zamoros. I spent a lot of time talking to him, and, and he's a great, great, great player, too, played overseas. So I think just they all treat they all treated me like family, and they were all also helpful in helping me develop my game. Uh, so I think that was a very good thing and very thankful for when I came to Masters. Tim, what would, what would be your advice to incoming freshman athletes at Masters, just as far as uh, you know, how did how do they get the most out of their time at TMU? Um, I think the most important thing is you need to um, make your goals. I mean, uh, a goal of mine was to be able to keep playing. So 
you know, that was one thing I always had set in my mind. Um, and I think as you set goals and then I think after you set goals, you need to find people that are going to help you and push you. Um, I think like right now I have EJ, uh, Evan Jenkins, the assistant coach working with me, um, every day since I've been back and he's just a guy that's been pushing me. If you don't have people that are going to push you, um, on the basketball court and in your spiritual life, I think then there's, it's, it's harder because it's easy for you to walk into a gym and then, you know, an hour later walk out and not really done anything, not, you know, not really sweating. And then also, you know, once you're getting into the word, um, I think sometimes, you know, if you don't have somebody challenging you, um, somebody that's had more experience, um, it's hard to, to keep advancing yourself. So I would say just finding, I think those are my two big things, uh, making, setting goals and then finding somebody that can help you achieve those goals on and off the court. Bob, is there anything you wanted to ask Tim? Sure. Yeah. You know, Tim, just kind of looking across your stat line, you do so many things. Well, you know, 18.7 points a game, 2.2 blocks, eight, almost eight and a half rebounds a game. You, you, you stole 28, you said 28 steals last year. I mean, as you as you look forward, you hit thirty four three pointers. I mean, as you as you look in twenty eight games, as you look ahead uh, to your your professional career, uh, what do you think you you'll what would will be your specialty on that level of all the things you do so well? What part of your game do you think is going to translate uh, first uh, on the, to the next level? I think my ability to pick and pop and to spread the court. I think that will be the so bread and butter, if you could say, fighting um, when it's all said and done. Um, hopefully, I can keep improving that. Um, but I think also just the ability to be a, a versatile big. Um, I love passing the ball as well. So I think hopefully at the next level, I can help guys, you know, making them uh, good passes and getting them to the right spots. Uh, so I think, yeah, those are my two favorite things to do. I, if if I if I were as tall as you, I'm, I'm a foot shorter than you, and I thought I was a decent height. If if I could uh, block shots like you could, that I would have I would have thought I, that would be my favorite thing. I mean, at, at six feet, I loved blocking shots, and I didn't get too many, so I, yeah. I picked up a lot more fouls than blocks because I just hunted them because it was so much fun. It, how, how fun is it when someone's going up for a shot just to just to say no, you can't have this. Uh, it's, it's, it's fun. I mean, you're going to have to ask Stephanie about that because she does it every single time that on defense, <laughs> but, uh, uh, no, it's, it's fun, especially when, you know, uh, a couple of times you just time it perfectly and you kind of get a, a, a spiking kind of sound. And that's, that's usually the best kind of blocks right there is when you can hear the spike and, uh, those, yeah, those are always fun. Well, I know, I know, uh, as, as a fan and, and I speak for all of, all of us Mustang fans, it's exciting to watch, to watch you block shots and your sister. I mean, it's, it, it gets the crowd pumped up and that's fun for us too. So, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to, to, to seeing it, uh, to seeing you do more of that in the future as well. So that's great. Thank you. Thank you. No, it's, it's exciting. Well, thank you so much for having me. Appreciate it. Thank you, Tim. Good, good. Uh, best of luck and Lord's blessings to you out there. And I'm, and I'm sure it's going to be a great adventure. 
Yes, sir. So I'm good. Thank you so much. Right. You got it. You got it.